If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, uh, we are talking about restlessness, actually, with Shelley Goldberg. Um, the monkey mind is how the uh, Eastern writers talked about it. Uh, and the very first time I heard that term utilized in my yoga class, I knew exactly what it was talking about, as we were just saying in the last segment. The jumping around, the scatteredness, the manic kind of uh, too many things to juggle in your brain at the same time type of thing. And how do you control that? Well, as I mentioned, I'm a Bible-believing Christian, so I believe that there are times to be still and to know, and I believe that there are times when um, we would all be benefited by that, whether we are people of faith or not. But in in my personal practice of yoga, uh, I have learned to uh, enjoy that aspect of being still. And Shelley, you asked how it's impacted me. I began to see some improvement immediately. But I would say the longer that I've done it, uh, and, and other people that I've spoken to, Dan Butterfuco is a good lawyer friend of mine. He, he said the same thing. You begin to see the impact and, and feel the impact immediately. But for the long-term kind of deep benefits of some of this, which is really not, it's not the reinvention of anything, Shelley. This is, this is old-fashioned stillness. This is old-fashioned calisthenics. This is old-fashioned uh, you know, exercising, combining breath with movement and putting things together. Um, but it is in the doing it consistently and over time that you begin to see those benefits kick in. And so, yeah, I would say that immediately I saw some health benefit, but over time, the ability that I've had to be able to let my mind not be overtaken by all of the worries of the given moment and to have some degree of clarity in the midst of a heated argument or in the midst of a stressful situation or in the midst of uh, dealing with something that I don't want to deal with, but I'm being forced to at that at that point in time. That's where the benefit for me has been the most impactful because I'm able to uh, kind of see my way through okay, we're arguing about this now or this stress is on me now or this deadline is right in front of me now. Um, but I don't have to succumb to the, uh, the the panic or the manic urgentness of all, all of it. I can I can I can still concentrate, breathe, and move, and get and work my way through it without uh, you know losing control. Well, that's very interesting. I, I um, when I was doing some reading on this, Kevin, there, there were two phrases that kept popping up. I don't know, uh, asana and yep. pranayama. Well, pranayama is your is your breath, and asana are your poses. So, combining breath with your poses is technically the definition of what makes up yoga. It's combining breath with movement that is, you know, allows you to take the shapes that you take and and do the other things. Okay, so what I got from that is that by totally focusing on what your body is doing, that's the asana part, mm -hmm. or the pranayana, or focusing on your breath refocusing yes is this a matter of refocusing kevin so i would that say so and that's one of the things that my instructors in fact i can testify to this absolutely because after having taken yoga for a couple of years you, you hit a you know you hit a life crisis or whatever and what do you do shelly whenever you're scared when someone jumps out of, of of a closet and scares you what's the first thing you do <gasps> you stop breathing you, you, yeah. you and and the ability to continue to breathe, to be proactive about it, to be 
forethoughtful about it to say, I'm going to breathe through this uh, process. Uh, it allows you to not let the emotions take over, but in, instead to uh, focus on the um, the reality that you're going to breathe and then you're, you're going to take action. You're going to take a shape of some sort um, in life, just like on the yoga mat. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Kevin, and you're listening to something else. Uh, when you look at what they're doing in, in uh, clinics and in therapy, all different kinds of therapy, uh, different modalities, it's very much, they, they might not call it yoga. They give it other names, ACT, cognitive therapy, right. uh, or someone will advise a client to go running or to spend more time exercising. But it comes down to focusing on the breath or and or physically engaging in something so that your mind is refocused. I mean, that that is it's not always the case, but I would say 50 percent of what's often recommended involves involves those those two modalities which well is very because god made us physical creatures and breath is the thing that powers our every moment and movement is a sign that there's life in the body so we're we're simply engaging the mechanisms that he gave us to be able to deal with the good stuff and the bad stuff and everything in between we just tend to forget when the bad stuff comes so it's good to remind ourselves hey take a deep breath that, that's oh, why I mean, many yeah, times I'm people will say, hey, take, just calm down, take a breath. Well, that's probably what we need to do. <laughs> so, so that's why it's in our vocabulary, those phrases, calm down, take a deep breath, a deep breath, relax. It's coming back to to breathing with what, yeah. what makes us all alive. You know, do you do, you do any of this with your children? Is, it, is this something that you you can do with your, your actually, kids? I don't really put it in the context of yoga with them. They do some of the cosmic kids yoga on the on the YouTube but for the most part, um, when they have difficulty, you know, the first thing we'll do is, of course, try to get them to uh, to isolate, to calm down, to take a breath, to explain to us what they're concerned about. Um, so it's more of a practicing of just doing it in life with them than having them to think about, you know, what what are you doing right now? We'd rather get them in the habit of just doing it um, so that they you know, hey, I should just take a breath here. Think about it before I re before I react with anger. Let me make sure that I take a deep breath and think this through. Um, a lot of problems would be solved, Shelley, in this world if people did that more. Agreed, agreed. And, and by the way, the more the less stressed out mom and dad are going to be, I, everyone should always remember the less stressed out your kids are going to be. Yeah. So this is this is great information uh for mom and dad because it, it will definitely affect your kids and translate agreed uh into good stuff all right yeah. shelly always appreciate it thank you so much thank you for sharing kevin you great, got it great information and we may thank do you. another week on this yet because i understand forbes did a big article on it we, we may talk about that next time they did a great article on ways to quiet the monkey mind fabulous <laughs> article eight different ways that that we're going to add to what you just i'm probably going to learn a lot next week so i'll make sure i show up with pen and paper shelly goldberg as always thank you thank you kevin mccullough coming right back don't go away 